Whoa. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you chicks want to, like, get it on or something? <laughs> we prefer to be referred to as women. So, uh, you, uh, women want to get it on? <laughs> Jerk! <laughs> Wussy, you can't even score with chicks who do it for free. <laughs> no way, butthole. They were just playing hard to get. It's supposed to, like, turn us on and stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's working. <laughs> Coming to you from beautiful upstate New York, this is the Slam Tilt Podcast, a show about all things pinball. I'm your host, Ron Hallett, here with my co-host, Bruce Nightingale. You lie. Yeah, I lie. I'm not in beautiful upstate New York right now. Mm-hmm. I'm in Massachusetts. The spirit of Massachusetts is, is the spirit, spirit of America. America. And welcome America. to episode 85, <laughs> Son of Godzilla. How many more do we have of these fucking things? I mean, uh, great movie picks. Come on, you've never seen the Son of Godzilla with the little, no. the little Godzilla guy, and he, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he kind of sounds like that, and he has the little, he doesn't have the flame. Uh. Instead, he has little like smoke O rings that come out. Great. So was he was he choked the freaking uh, people he's against? Uh but we have a guest. We do have a guest. It's your turn. You can you can introduce this one. <laughs> Again, the preparation is incredible. Our guest has been a, a frequent writer in of the Slam Ball Bag. Yes, he has. And uh, I, I will be inserting his theme music right about now. Time to play the game! It's time to play the game with Robert Byers. Hey guys, good Thanks evening. For having me on. Woohoo! Welcome, welcome, welcome. Or as Matt Quant would say, woo! I know. Oh, God, we we donated him to you down there. Yeah. Thanks. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I miss Matt. He's a good guy. Yeah, Matt's uh, Matt's always focused on on the party, so he likes. This stuff starts with P, pinball, and partying, but yes. uh, the partying usually comes before the pinball. <laughs> oh, yes. Matt actually used to live in uh, Rochester, New York, before he moved down to beautiful Texas and joined those guys down there. Hi, Matt. So, Robert, we get to ask the, the number one question that head-to-head pinball says is the corniest question, so does Jeff Teola say. How did you ever? How did you get into the game of pinball? Well, I kind of grew into it. I mean, um, I don't know. I guess technically I was probably born into it because my my family for my parents' generation and their parents' generation um, were all all bowlers. Um, so um, I was probably in a bowling alley, you know, a couple days after being born, I'm sure being handed around. So just like we've heard from a lot of people, you know, bowling and arcades go hand in hand. So grew up playing uh, arcade games and fairly quickly learned to, put quarters in a pinball machine, win free games. So this was probably back in the mid mid to late 70s when I really started playing. And um, just uh, learned, to, learned to win those free games. So that was fun. I, I actually remember Rolling Stone putting in a quarter, winning 10 or 15 credits, and selling them to other kids for a dollar. 
well, <laughs> and then go and play the it. other video games. And then when they played all those games, put another quarterback in there and rinse repeat so I could play all night on a, on a few bucks from the parents. So that's how I got started. Nice. So uh, continuing after that, you know, when you're your younger age, how did you get involved with it now when you got older? Well, I mean, interesting. I think back to that, back to when I was younger, when I was 13 or 14, there was a couple guys that used to come into the bowling alley all the time. And they would come in on Saturday and be there all day. And I wonder if they were involved with competitions back then because we would put up and I got involved. We put quarters up on the game and like um, Xenon, if you if you plunged and you got the special, you slid a quarter from the other two guys that were playing into your pot or if you got high games. And so there was kind of always some gambling going on with that. Um, so I wonder if back in the day before I knew about competitive pinball, if I was involved with it. But when it really started was uh, 2005, um, I had met my future wife and we lived in Austin and she was from Dallas and going up to visit some friends on a random weekend. And I did a search for what was going on up there and found out about Texas Pinball Festival. Just what's the odds of that weekend we were going up there and that was going on. So that was that was kind of cool. So I went to just go play pinball because I hadn't played for for years, you know, random game here and there, usually run down and broken in you know, a, a pizza joint or somewhere and um, found out they were having a tournament and signed up a, and the rest was history from there. Uh, so that's kind of when I got introduced to, wow, there's actually people that get together and, and play this thing for competition and money. It's pretty awesome. Yes, that that it is. Question, you've been playing, it looks like, for a long time and actually your first IFPA tournament looks like it's the Texas Pinball Festival back in 2005. Yeah, that was it. So, you know, I, I walked in not knowing anybody, said, yeah, I'll play. It was uh, NASCAR. So at that time, it wasn't like it is now. We had a bank of games. There was one one game. So they had four new in-box NASCARs they set up, and that was the tournament. It was play any one of those four games, top 16 scores, go to a finals, and finals was best two out of three games, double elimination. So I, I forget where I qualified, um, you know, top 10, um, made it pretty easy um, and was pretty excited about that and then proceeded to win through the, the complete uh, winner's, winner's bracket all the way to the final game. I think uh, Trent was there and Donovan was there. And, you know, of course, I didn't know who any of these guys were. So I'm thinking, yeah, I'm 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 Mr. I'm Mr. Pinball here. Hadn't played for you know ten years, and here I am going to win this tournament. And uh, so the guy out of the losers bracket came up, a guy named Jim Belcito, and and uh, he beat me four games straight. <laughs> and uh, um, I was pretty frustrated at the time, but uh, uh, now that I look back on it, I uh, was probably lucky to make it as far as I made it with the level of competition that was in that tournament. Yeah, that Belcito, he's pretty good. <laughs> you were Belcito'd by Belcito. I was Belcito'd before anybody knew what uh, was going on there. <laughs> totally agree. So uh, you've been playing now for over 12 years, so you're you're well-versed in the tournament scene, which is a good thing. And you are ranked right now at 63 after a big win two weeks ago. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. I mean, I haven't traveled too much. I've been getting into the the Penberg scene, and I went to circuit finals, not this year, but last year, um, made it out of the first round. 
Um, ironically, Jim was in my group um, that year, but I pretty much stuck to, to the Texas area. I've got two two younger boys; they're six and nine, so it's kind of hard to travel. So, um, you know, just slowly built points locally, and and I finished second in a couple different circuit events here and there. And this was kind of my my breakthrough event to to get that number one spot. It felt pretty good for sure. And then having that fourth with classics just kind of doubled down on a good weekend to jump up in the standings that was that was pretty cool yeah very impressive and you got the luck of the, the slam tilt guys yeah 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 it had nothing to do with uh the pinball profile uh karma this was all slam tilt man because you guys you know plowed through my thousand of emails in three weeks as i was catching up on your podcast that was pretty cool we were very now let's have a question for that how did you find out about us and our wackiness um, I, I found out, so I, I've been doing, I've been, I, I drive a lot for my job. I kind of cover a territory and, uh, um, I was just looking for something. I had never been listened to podcasts. So I, I pinged Colin McAlpine and said, Hey, I know you listen to some podcasts, you know, you know, what's your top few and, and yours was top on the list. So mm-hmm. he said, he said, I fit, I would fit with your humor very well. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so, so uh he, he put me on to you guys and and uh so i started listening and i said i'm gonna start listening from podcast one and i think i remember pinging you or pretty early on i couldn't get like number eight and you apologized immediately that i was having to go through the early sessions podcast I, garden <laughs> sucks yeah. yes so um you know just i wanted to catch up from the beginning because i i like to uh understand i don't want to miss any inside jokes which thank goodness because there's there's no inside jokes on this you guys are you know serious about each each show is kind of individual show you never go back and and comment on other things that's happened do you i don't think so so very rarely but we you know once in a blue blue moon but oh yeah, my. usually <laughs> oh oh my <laughs> we usually just go straight ahead plus when robert won we knew he he definitely would fit on the podcast because he gave the old uh the old crotch chop there. <laughs> Suck it. Suck it symbol there. That's that's why I played the uh, the Triple H theme music for the intro there. Yeah. Yes. Is not is that not like a perfect intro for a, a pinball personality? You know, it's time to play the game. I mean it's it just all goes together. So uh I think I'm gonna stick with that. I'm trying to I'm trying to get Colin. I'm trying to get Colin to do some moves and maybe a couple other guys. So so uh that, that's my you, goal. You hear I that IPA? We need player intros with music. Make it happen. Yes. Smoke machines, light show. Yeah. Let the final four coming in and qualifying. Da da da. And you walk in and you got intro music and yeah, you're laying, you're laying the DX chop down on it. That'd be pretty cool. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, now entering the arena. He is the game. Robert Byers. Woo. (laughs) How about how about uh, you know some rock? You know, can you smell what Robert is cooking? You know, it's unlimited possibility. It it works unless you get like three house balls. Yeah, pretty good. (laughs) That'd be my story of my life. Herbert Humperdinck, right? That's what I'll put on my music. Yes, I'm in. Oh, there you go. Okay, there's first question. If you had theme music, what would it be? So we know Robert Byers would have the game. Yeah. What would be your theme music, Bruce? Uh, don't bring me down. Really? You're gonna pick yeah, a freaking <laughs> ELO song? 
Of course, baby. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Maybe we'll need theme music for when we go and play in, hopefully, a tournament coming up. No one wants to talk about tournaments first. Oh, what, what's theme music? This is like a whole new segment for your guests. You yeah, know? Well, like what yeah. theme music would I come from? In, how'd you get there? What music is your intro theme? They can just be prepared for it. Okay, let me think about mine. Yeah, I, Don't Bring Me Down is not going to work. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just not going to work. Xanadu? Uh, oh, God. Xanadu! Is there a song about just finishing just out of the money? <laughs> Yeah. That's gotta be country. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> I yep. Ball got off my horse. Uh, lost my money. Lost my ball. <laughs> uh, I'll come down to the ultimate warrior theme music. Okay, there you go. And I'll just run down and shake the pinball machines. You gotta tilt a couple machines. tilt several machines. Just go all over the place like an idiot. Yep. You got to wear the face paint, though, if you're going to yep. do that. And if you I win and I get interviewed by Jeff Teolis, I'll have an incomprehensible promo afterward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. excellent. My Indian, my Indian forefathers have led me to the victory. The power of the warriors that have come before me have let me yeah. win this game. <laughs> yeah, you got it. So, uh, what what are you talking about, Bruce? What, what kind of tournament? That uh, trash talker tournament. You mean the Podcaster Bloodbath Invitational? Yes. We'll have to get our theme music for that. It's not going to be Let Me Down. Ugh. It's not going to be ELO. I'm sorry. Ugh. Sorry, Bruce. I'm try- I gotta, I'll got think of something. I'll think of something. It'll come to me. It could just be Oh My My. It could be. There you go. That it could be. That'll, that'll work. Or we can have maybe like 237 minutes to midnight. Two. Hundred and thirty-seven minutes to midnight, because that's what it is right now. What's the What's the intro music to um, Beavis and Butthead Across America? Their movie. What they don't they play like a uh, jam song or they uh, played uh, well the beginning uh, Red Chili Pepper Ch- Chili Pepper song in the middle of the movie. Uh, and they like dancing yeah, all crazy. They did Roller Coaster of Love. I can yeah, do that. That would be cool. <laughs> yeah, they also uh, did. Uh, oh, love, love, love. Isaac Hayes did a pre-South Park, did like a Shaft-like intro, because they did the Dude, 70s thing at the beginning. You got to do chocolate salty balls. Yeah, oh, God. <laughs> Beavis and Butthead will knock your ass out, or something like that. Carl's mom is a bitch, is a big bad bitch, is a bitch, is a bitch, the whole wide world, is a big old bitch, is a big bitch, is a big bitch, all the boys and girls. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, Mark would go good, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I hate you guys. I hate this Screw you guys. Screw you guys. I'm going home. Come on. I'm sorry. Come on. Come on. Come on. Yeah, Timmy. So, uh, this Iron Maiden thing. Oh, Iron Maiden, yeah. I'll say so. We're, we're, we're going to get right into the, the news. Well, because, you know, we, we're about a news. week behind. Yeah, it is the news. Yeah, all the other podcasts were on the game, on the on the ball, and they all had like post Iron Maiden episodes, except us. And I was hoping for like maybe like we'd have the LE pictures by now, so we would have the first scoop. No, no, fail. And then after all that pain you had getting Elwin on here, he goes on coast to coast. I know. The one disappointed me a little <sighs> bit there. Fail. 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 
fail. See, I was thinking the same thing. You know, you guys are usually spot on with getting people on, and I'm like, I want Texas. Maybe I'll go on, and they'll call me for tomorrow. And I, you know, no, no information. And I'm like, okay, who's on? Colin. Okay, Colin. And then the next week, I'm like, man, they didn't contact me again. I guess, I guess I'm, you know, I, I, nope. yeah, I didn't make the cut. And then it was some guy named Josh. Yeah, you know, some so pre- some president guy, like you know. Second rate players and stuff, you know. Uh, yep. But we got you on. You were in the you were in the queue. You definitely were in the queue. Was well, that it, Bruce? Your queue is so large. Oh, you wait. Oh, you. Oh, wow. Okay. Touche. <laughs> so I haven't seen any of the streams yet on Iron Maiden, but I've been talking a lot to Colin about it. He was over. Uh, my son turned uh, Luke turned nine yesterday, and he was his kids and my kids, and got together about birthday party at somewhere. Uh, you know, laser tag, and we were talking about it, and it sounds just awesome like some of the stuff you can do like shatsing into a target for collects and shooting shooting shots with the flipper down is more points than with the flipper up mm-hmm. um, just so many things sound so so awesome. who, who saw the stream i did not i did I have not uh-huh. okay. oh so i man keith pretty much goes through the entire rule set of the game Yes, he gets did. to one of the mini wizard modes and he shuts the game off. Like, no, 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 no. You can't see that. So, and um, Timmy did at least one of the light shows. Ooh, because I was, I was, mess- I was messaging Timmy. And it's like, you know, I'll see you on the stream tomorrow. He's like, what stream? Uh, the stream of Iron Maiden that's going to happen tomorrow. Like, news to me. Like, okay, Tim. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, the stream starts. He's one of the first people you see on it. Liar! Liar! Liar. <laughs> You thought you had the inside scoop, but no, no, no I never denied. think I have the inside scoop with Timmy. Timmy's a good company man. He will not divulge the info. He follows that company line. He follows the company line. Now, so who's seen the pictures of Iron Maiden, at least? I have, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You seen him, Robert? Um, I've seen him, uh, but uh haven't looked at him recently. Just kind of gave it a once-over. Okay. So... Remember when they did the announcement at the circuit, the circuit finals, where they just gave the name. You know, they just said it's Iron Maiden. Mm-hmm. You know, and Pinside hated it. You know, this is ridiculous. They didn't show anything, and when they didn't show anything at Texas, you know, like they're 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 scared of the other companies and all that. And then they released the pictures of Iron Maiden. What did Pinside say, Bruce? It's the best thing since sliced bread. Holy shit! This is incredible. Where to take my money now? That's what oh, they man. said. And, and how many LEs? Five hundred. How many are available now? Zero, including through my distributor. Wow! So they they sold out. Yeah, when you have a good title and you actually have a low number, the two common denominators work together. What are they asking for the LEs? Eighty-seven hundred. Oh, that's it's not fifteen grand. No, and you get a lot of stuff with this one. You get the uh, the non-glare glass. You get a, a sh- Eddie shooter rod. You get a real trans light. You get a shaker right, motor. You said rod. And it's a real back glass butthole, not a trans light. Get it right. Okay. Well, that's how they describe it as it. No, they didn't. They said mirrored back glass. Real mirrored. I think it said trans light back glass. What? That makes no sense. A translate totally is a translate. Agree. A backlash is a backlash. I totally agree. I'm just saying what the... Don't jump down my throat, Ron. 
and we don't know what the artwork is for the LE or the premium, but the talk is it's going to be fully based off the Trooper for uh, the LE, and it'll be based off Power Slave for the premium, which most people are going to be now going for the premium, it looks like. And the premium has different toys in it with locking sar- sarcophagus, I think it said, and a couple other things. Yep. Oh, and the LE also comes with the JBL sound system that was in the Super LE Batman. Batman. Uh, Batman. Batman. And it also has the uh, the side art with the uh, the uh, foil look that was on the Super LE Batman. Lovely. Yeah, I mean, this is definitely a a game changer here. I know I know several people that were going to going to get like a dialed in or some other games that they're like, oh, I've got better hold my money here because this is, you know, now they're like, now I want to buy two pins or three pins. So. Um, and the layout just looks excellent with the um, the reverse ramps coming coming back through the middle of the playfield and you know back to the, the lanes and that mini upper flipper on the left where you can shoot underneath it from the regular flipper on the right. It just looks like so many shots. I'm trying to figure out where the target is that you can um, is it on the right side where you if you can shats up the right side you can hit a target for points. I, I missed where that was at. I thought it was the left side. Yeah, I think it's the, the left, left side. side. I think it's the left okay. side. Oh, I see it. I see it. Yeah, it's like a cross. Yeah. There. And is that a, is that a spinner on the left too, right above yeah. the cross? Yeah, there's, there's two spinners oh. on this game. Spinners. And there's a mode where spins are actually worth something. Oh, this is going to be so awesome. Yeah. Hey, Bruce. Well, songs. You, you, yes. You remember when Keith was on our show and he said he'd rather – Instead of 18 modes that are pretty much the same, you'd rather have five good ones. You know how many modes are on Iron Maiden? Mm-hmm. There'll be five modes on Iron Maiden. I'm guessing we'll get a chance to play it. Pin, pinball's down here in Austin. A lot of times gets gets the new games, LEs. They buy enough stuff. I don't know if they're up on the list. or when, A lot of times the owner will get it and play it at the house for a couple weeks and then put it on location for a while. So I'm hoping... I'm hoping this is the one of the one of the ones he brings in. I was busting. Uh, at first, I was congratulating Keith and uh, and Tim Balls both on a great job and a job well done, and we were counting on them. And they came back saying thank you very much. And then Keith said, uh, "When are we going to buy one?" And I said, "I just opened a bar." And he goes, "Perfect." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, <Yeah>. oh. <laughs> So when do you think the first time you're going to get to play one, Bruce? Hopefully, Allentown. Is this going to be a good coin dropper? In in location, it might be. I don't know yet. That's always that's always a uh, because when people look at good ga- themes for coin drop, of course you're talking about Ghostbusters, yeah. Star Wars, Iron Maiden. People know, but I don't know if they're going to drop money in. Even compared to like Metallica, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But, I don't know if it has as broad as peel as like the ACDC, Metallica, Aerosmith. But I think the pinball players are definitely going to want to play it because it has a completely different layout, a completely different thoughts on rule sets, the the uh, the sounds of it all. You know, I know if you're a metalhead, you're really going to be into it, especially if you love Iron Maiden, which I do. It's going to have everything that pinball players and sound people mostly want. If you're not an Iron Maiden fan, yeah, you might be a little discouraged, but, you know, I think if you just play it, Wait until you play it. That's what I'm going to tell everyone. Like we always say. What? 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 No. No. no I just look at pictures and decide. <laughs> oh, no, so you're a judge. Play it. Yeah, it's my pin sign training. 
Yeah, Ghostbusters is awesome, right? Ghostbusters is the greatest thing ever. Hell, I got yeah. one. Yeah. It's the best man. It's the best man. But um So so Colin and I were talking about this and on games like this, we I go back to me personally, um, you know, I, I grew up kinda in the metal in the eighties and I love all the all the games. Um, but it's just band after band after band. And I almost wish they would do something similar like they did with um maybe not the game, but just the when they did Family Guy and they did Shrek and they did the same game, two different themes on a game. I'd love to see this game as Iron Maiden for what it is and then theme it something else. Um, maybe a little bit more family friendly, you know, because this is like you're fighting the, the number of the beast and stuff like that, correct? Yes. Yes. Um, you know, and so, you know, you can't put this in your house if you've got kids. I mean, some people can, I guess, but, you know, um, Lady Gaga. Uh, I, yeah. I mean, me personally, my, my holy grail, I've actually got a Facebook page for a petition that it's just kind of out there. But if they would make a Harry Potter machine, they would take my money immediately. And so, you know, like you have this theme and then retheme it as something else. Um, I, I wouldn't think that would be that hard because you're using the same parts. I know you got to redo the play field, but I don't know. You guys are more into the hobby. How hard would that be? Um, from a manufacturer to do that and and still sell good money on both machines. This could be Iron Maiden, and it could be Archer, because yeah. that's what it was originally. This is the Archer playfield, so I don't know how popular Archer would be. The only thing that would be hard would be, because I know they used the graphics from the phone app game for the uh, Legacy of the Beast, so they had a lot of animation already started. I see. So to make a new theme, even say if it was like, you know, Katy Perry, let's just say Katy Perry or Lady Gaga, you know, that kind of stuff, whatever you want to use. They still have to put all the time and effort and the sound call outs and everything else towards that new theme. Maybe they can do it in a year. Who knows? But and you still have a great, you know, hopefully tried and true, you know, play field. But it would just be the development time, I think, would be and how much man hours would go into video you know and audio and maybe you sell 2000 i don't know that's a hard call yeah yeah maybe when it was dmd it's a little easier yeah that was um interesting thing that keith elwin said on his uh coast to coast interview was how the, the with the lcd it's it's more for the player behind you than the actual player playing the game yeah, because they don't really—they're yeah. really not going to be looking at it. Yeah, that. I mean, when these new games out, um, Colin and I get together on location on a long, long lunch break because we watch each other and we're like, "Oh, that shot was this, or that shot was that," because you can't watch it while you're playing, and it's 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 so much quicker to learn strategies when you have somebody watching everything that's going on on the board. Because uh, it's just so fast. So, yeah, I will say it looked like when I was watching a stream, a lot of the animations were not totally done yet. They looked like some of them looked like placeholders, but I will say it had get this it had a bonus countdown. If you like older games with. Yeah, basically, not because and the bonus actually counts down, just like an old game would. That's so cool. I, I pop for that. 
I thought that was cool. How many switches were hit? How many loops were hit? How many combos? It gives you all a breakdown, and it makes sounds during each one. I thought you didn't see it. I saw the three minutes of it on head-to-head. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. I didn't see the whole thing. I barely saw it, but I did see that three minutes. Yeah, I mean, it looked... Yeah, I, unfortunately, it had really good players playing it, so it played long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes I think it'd be better to have um, more mediocre players just so it doesn't look like it plays forever because it, it was playing forever. Um, but I'm sure you can make it hard. Of course, you can make any game you hard. You can make any game hard. So, I mean, the shots <laughs> <laughs> hard. I thought you said it. So, boy, you boys are pretty crazy, man. What the hell? It just it played great. I mean, it looked. I mean, I've seen he pulled a lot of them, but I would watch all his original Archer, his Archer streams. So I got to see the whole looping thing that he was showing on there. I got to see that, and it's all the all the same. Mm-hmm. So it was it looked great. I can't wait to play that, and I'll probably depending on when he gets it. I'm sure Rock Fantasy will be having a launch party for Iron Maiden, and it will be mm-hmm. epic. Unless he's getting the LE, then you'll be waiting a while. Oh no, he already he's not getting an LE. He's getting a pro now and a premium later. Ooh, ooh. So Taylor must have lots of money. Or he really likes Iron Maiden. Mm, this is true. Ooh, Chuck Webster just posted in the International Bloodbath. The International Bloodbath is International it's even in there? So no, it's Trash Talker Invitational Podcaster Bloodbath. Okay, the players, <laughs> the Pinball Players Podcast. Has been invited. First blood. They did that, you know, a couple years ago at Penberg on that Sunday. They did the, um, they did a little trash talker event there from regions. I know we had a Texas group and different things, and that was that was kind of fun. There wasn't as much trash talking as I would have liked, but I don't know if everybody was comfortable ripping on people they didn't know right off the box. <laughs> I already get I already did the trash talk towards it, yo guys. We're good. That's that's why we got Bruce. That's why Chuck mm-hmm. Webster has to invite us because we Chuck have Webster. a trash talker. I said New England suck up. Ooh. <laughs> or, or did you say New England sucks? Which which was no, New England suck up. Oh, okay. Yes, indeed, suckers. Ah, <sighs> so so we, we we all like Iron Maiden, or at least what we see we of it so far. I love it. I, yeah. I I wish if I had the money, I would definitely get one for the bar because this music I think is just going to be incredible on it. I love most of the Iron Maiden songs that are on there. Eddie rocks. Enough well, said. Maybe you can uh, plug, buy the game and and plug it into the the uh, the bar sound system, and you can use it as a, a jukebox pinball game combo. Yeah. Then I gotta pay licensing royalties. No. no mm-hmm. How about when you were playing like Steel Panther songs on the bar system? But no, I was playing that through the jukebox. I was paying for that. Yeah. But they were like the uncensored versions. Yes, because it's after 10 o'clock. I have a sensor. I, you can't even pull them up until after 10. Ah, interesting. Nice. I was wondering how that was working. It's like you're playing <laughs> some of these songs. Like, how is this? What? How are you doing this? I, uh, I made the rules where we, you can actually set on the jukebox before you get it what time you want to have these songs on that don't have swear words. And we picked 10 o'clock. All right. Very, so. very conscientious owner you are. Yep, and uh, did you see where JT was yesterday? Where was JT? He was at a Steel Panther concert in Bethlehem. Yeah, he was sending me, like, tour dates. Like, these are the closest locations they'll be to you. For there's one close to you. The Chance in Poughkeepsie. Yeah. 
That's probably as close as they'll come. Oh, yeah. yeah. But the chance is a really good place to see it. I'm going to have to figure out how to, to stop by because after Penberg this year, my wife and kids are going to fly in on Sunday to Rochester. And oh. I'm, I'm going to either rent a car or <clears throat> catch a ride with somebody that lives up there. Oh, and, I see. He's winking and, and winking at me, huh? Uh, <laughs> hey, how's it going? Um, uh, we're going to meet up there, and then we're going to do a family vacation where we go over to Niagara, kind of go up through Canada, and then uh, we're going to hike with some friends up in the Adirondacks for four or five days, and then head back to Rochester and fly back. There you so, go. I have to try to try to make a window where I can pop in and check everything out. Well, we'll maybe even get you a ride back. How does that sound? Oh. Oh yeah! Hey, how's it going? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I'm leaving like after the the pim the the bloodbath. I'll probably leave like at twelve one o'clock in the morning and go right home. So there okay. you go. We can get you home Sunday. We can get you up there Sunday morning. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see yeah, what happens. We'll we will talk. It depends on how much I you know how much I party after after finals. <laughs> yeah, well, you'll be you'll be in the you know you'll at least be in the final. You know, you'll be way in it. You know, you you'll be so tired. We'll be tired winning and taking all the glory for the uh, the podcaster's uh, bloodbath. You know, we'll just be we'll be doing the dance. We have our feelers out to some of our contacts now. We have our right? feelers out to some of our contacts. So who we're going to have as our ringer? We have feelers out to the contacts. Contacts yep. and feelers are kind of the same thing. Nope. <sighs> okay. <laughs> nope. Because we're feeling to see if they're contacting yet. Okay. Teolis is going to need the most help. So, oh, hi, I'm Jeff Teolis. <laughs> Subscribe to me on iTunes, Twitter, <laughs> and Google grab, Play. He'll grab Adam Becker. You watch. It's so funny. I don't know if you heard when I talked to him, but he was down here at Bat City Open last year, and so you know, after I plowed through you guys's um, podcasts, um, I started with his, and I just finished up his 118 or 119. And I, I'm on episode two and a half right now of Head to Head after meeting Ryan C at TPF. Sweet. And um, he was strutting around Bat City with this microphone. I really didn't know what it was about because I wasn't listening. I'm like, who is this guy? What the heck does he think he's doing? So that's kind of funny. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jeff Teolis. Be sure to watch the uh, watch. Listen to Pinball Profile. Yes. As Pinball Princess herself is on this latest yes. episode. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Well, actually, they're not the latest one now. He just dumped another one. He just dumped another one with the April yep. Fool's edition. Does he interview himself again? No, Ryan C. Ryan C. Okay, man. Ryan's, Ryan's, oh, that's right. Because Ryan, Ryan ran up there after TPF and spent several days with him. So yeah. Yep. I'd like to know why are all Jeff Teolis's Facebook like videos in reverse? They're mirror images. I'm trying to figure out why. Don't know. Just take take a look at it. It's freaky. I don't I don't understand it. Maybe someone can explain that to me. That just sets my OCD off. Like, why is everything backwards? We went over Iron Maiden. That was most of the news, honestly. Um, you did have the Alice Cooper, Alice Cooper's Nightmare mm-hmm. Castle, went for sale. I mean, went went yeah was available. To sale. Yes. Yep. On Monday. No one said they sold out yet, so there's possibility you can still get one. You still get one. And uh, Charlie posted a play gameplay video, so you get to see a little more of the uh, the action. Because they didn't really do it. when they did the reveal, there wasn't much gameplay. It was just pretty much 
brought right out to the floor and people just played it. Mm -hmm. So there's some gameplay video there. Check it out. I believe it's on, I think it's off their Facebook. Let's see, anything else as far as the news? We're recording Sunday this week, so I don't have my usual This Week in Pinball Sunday, Sunday, Sunday at Springfield Waste Ray. Watch car-crunching action. Truckosaurus. I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll sell you the whole seat, but you only need the edge. edge. <laughs> I love those. <laughs> Great. They did that. They did one of those in Beavis and Butthead too. There was a, oh, actually one the Frog Baseball or no, 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 the other one. One of the two original pilots, where they go to the truck, the the truck and tractor demolition thing, and it's it's the same thing. You know, car crunching action. Watch monster trucks tearing ass. It's just hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's like everything is Mike Judge. Like every voiceover, everything, and it's it's awesome. That is funny. It is funny. Uh, let's see. Yeah, that's about it for that. So what are we going to go to next, Bruce? You want to go to the ball bag, or do we want to do oh. face-off? Oh, oh, let's Jesus. do the ball bag Okay, first, we're going to do we the ball bag. A... We got, we got uh, actually two emails, both from Scott Larson, with questions that maybe you can answer this more than I could, because you have an original, and you have probably played in a remake somewhere. But this is from Scott Larson. Can you clarify the official flipper position on Attack from Mars? I thought the flippers were intentionally lower than the in-lanes. I wonder what that means. Someone oh, hold on. Like they're dip lower. They're dip lower. Dip lower. Like they're not a straight shot, I'm guessing. It goes down and then Ah. drops at a different angle is what he's saying. Someone suggested on a forum that it was set that way to make the orbit shot easier. Both of you and Josh Sharp seem to agree that it should not be at should not be that way. For reference, my Medieval Madness remake has the flippers level with the inlanes, while my Attack from Mars LE has the flippers lower. So is setting them level with the inlanes official design or just a common adjustment people make? It is to be level. Well, it depends. On your LE, you have a Medieval Madness LE, right? Yes, I do. I does, raised it. Does, well, well, I was going to ask, does it have the alignment pins on it like the original did? The yes, alignment it did. hole. It does. Yes, but they never followed them. They were too low. They were too. They, they were below the pin. The you know, the. They were actually str- oh, just over the pins. Yes, so it was, they were set too low. Once I set them properly where they should be, they flipped a whole lot better. Yeah, I mean, as far as I know, at least in the Williams way, I thought it was like the flipper without the rubber. If you put like a toothpick in the alignment hole and press the flipper down, that's where it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. I agree. So that's I have played, I have played the new LE and it's you know it is too low. So what about then, uh so attack from Mars where should it be? You have an original. Exactly, yep, straight on. Okay. Straight across. No so, bump, no no dips, no runs, no bumps. No errors or nope, whatever. You got it. Okay. Krylon paint. Krylon paint. That's right. I was trying to think Same. where that was from. Very good. Thank you, sir. Yes. I don't I don't get the alignment. I mean, I understand, you know, the new ones don't flip like the old ones, but no one game flips like the next game to me. So it's not like you got three old ones in a row and three new ones in a row. The three old ones are going to be one spot and the three new ones. It depends on the coil strength and the age and the dirt. And there's so many different things to make each shot. I don't even think about it. I just walk up and it's like, okay, I got to find my shot on every machine. 
so I don't understand what the big the big controversy is. It's just timing. It's a, I, I do feel it is a timing difference. But when I first got my Medieval Madness and I was flipping them, I'm like, this thing flipped like shit. And then when I moved them up, somebody recommended way, way back. I moved them up and I was like, oh, wow, they actually play like it should and play strong. The Scott Larson also has a second email. So on the on the pinball arcade, it has the flippers below the inlanes. However, it also has Medieval Madness flippers dropping below the inlanes too. Ugh. Arg. So according to Bruce, he thinks it should be level. Yes. With the so there's there's from from an uh, attack from Mars original owner. Mm-hmm. So that empties the ball bag. Oh. Exactly. <laughs> oh my! Oh my! Oh my! <laughs> Let me close that out there. So face off, our guest picked the year. Yes. Robert picked 1991. And there's four companies. There's we can four go companies. With. We're going to do the thing where we said we considered Bally separate, just to give a little more split here. So you have Data East, Midway, Premier, and Williams. And since I lost again, I believe, give me the randomizer, Bruce. Give me right now. Randomizer, hold on. He's going to put the initials in. So we have Bally. Gottlieb, which is Premier, actually. I'm going to put Premier. Williams. And Data East. Data East. Make it so number one. Make it so number one. And here we go. Data East is your first pick. Ooh. Because, see, if I pass, I might get total shit. But if you don't pass. Yeah, my choices, if I pick Data East, my choices would be Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Star Trek, and Checkpoint. Oh, and Batman. <sighs> oh, but I could, I could just could backfire greatly. It could. Of course, Bruce is sitting there. He could just tell. He could just make it up. But I, I trust him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Should trust me, God. Pass. You pass. You are getting Bally. Ah! <laughs> Fail. Guaranteed loss. It is a guaranteed loss. I have to sell some of the worst fucking turds ever. <laughs> Oh God! I, I have to sell. And I will take a picture of this. this. I'm going to take a picture of this right now. Copy and paste. Put it on our Instagram. Use our Instagram. Use our Twitter. I, 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 I literally. I a, I, you gave me the passwords once. That was it. Yes. Oh, wait, wait a minute. So I have to give you the passwords multiple times for you to use it. No, it's, I, I don't. I don't use those things. Those are too new and fangled for me. Okay, I don't use them either. I just bought them so no one else could get them. I see. So, so the, right games, the awesome games I have to choose from are Bugs Bunny's Birthday Ball, <laughs> the worst WPC game ever in Gilligan's Island, Harley Davidson, which is not bad, is not bad, and Party Zone, which isn't bad. I, I've owned one, so you know I can't say too much. So, so the question is, you know, now that that Josh entered, introduced a different way to to view him, are uh, you know, you need to almost have. Am I viewing this from a personal preference, from a gameplay preference, from a? I'm going to uh, say it's the guest prerogative. It's the guest location? prerogative. Well, no, don't right. say total guest prerogative because you could just have a guest say if you're on somebody's show, and someone gets Gottlieb, they're going to lose because you hate all Gottlieb. So you, you're never going to pick him, no matter how good he sells the Gottlieb to you. I think so. I like the way Jeff, Jeff, uh, Jeff, Josh did it. 
with the, um, you know, <laughs> Jeff and Josh uh, are interchangeable, right? <laughs> yes, they are. Um, the, from a location standpoint, which one of these is going to get me more, more, more coin drop, which one's going to be more desirable for, for a owner operator to have on site. I have to say, okay. I left my ass off editing that later when it's like, you know, solid state's going to be awesome. And then no solid state's terrible. You want to, yeah. But these are all solid state. Yes, they are. So Bruce has Data East, and I have Midway, i.e. Bally. You get to go first. Mm-hmm. So here we go. Okay, I'm going by the judge of marketing, right? And getting people to buy this game. Yeah, you want to get people bat, to right? buy. Salesperson Bruce. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sell this, better. Sell better. So I'm going to give you... One of DC Comics' best things ever that came out of DC Comics, Batman. And now we're going to base it off a great movie that's going to make a ton of money for us with, what's that guy's name? Keaton. Oh, yeah, that's that's right. That guy, he, he can actually act a little bit and have a good thing. And, ooh, we have an Academy Award winner with Jack Nicholson in this movie. So we have two big stars on a pinball machine and not just any fake noise and voices on there. We're going to have their voices in this game also. And we're going to have you want to buy this game and put it on location and get a ton of money. You're going to need another Batmobile for this one. You're going to need it. You're going to need the big Batmobile with Batman. We even have a DMD on this thing. So you can actually get the information about and have better graphics on a DMD for this game. There's there's just going to be no losing money on this one. It's going to be insane collections. No joke. I give you Batman. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. I yield the floor. Okay. So you've chosen Batman. Mm-hmm. A, well, a well-known theme. Yeah, yeah, not bad. Yes, a very well-known theme. I'm going to choose a more well-known theme. I'm going to choose the game featuring... The most famous animated character, or the coolest animated character, definitely. And that would be Bugs Bunny, as in Bugs Bunny's birthday ball. You want to talk about collections. This game is going to be such a huge hit with the kids. The artwork package is incredible. It has everything you want. It has all your favorite Looney Tunes characters. You got Bugs Bunny. You got Daffy Duck. You got Sylvester. You got Yosemite Sam, you got Coyote, you got Elmer Fudd, every one of them you can, you can think of. You, you have to, Speedy Gonzales is even in there. Just every character is represented in this game. This is going to earn you so much money. Just, just It has a revolutionary new feature in the upper left of the play field. You, you, you have to see it to believe it. it. It's actually, there's a flipper up there and you hit the ball the other way. You, you'll you'll have to you'll see it when we come out with the uh, the flyers. You you won't believe it when you see it. It's going to be incredible. The art package is incredible. It is based on the um, it, it, the incredibly reliable Williams hardware. I give you Bugs Bunny's birthday ball. I yield the floor. Okay, now rebuttal for me will be a couple things. First, you don't want to buy a game without multi ball because players and people are not going to want to come back to this game when they're only playing a one-ball game. This is not a 1979 game. We're in 1991. Second, it is using 
alphanumeric displays. That's so 1980s. When you're trying to buy a new game, you want the, the newest tech, the most eye-catching tech, where people are going to want to see it and see the newest thing. And that is definitely Batman with Dot Matrix. I yield the floor. Okay. With Batman, you have the much less reliable, crappier Data East system. And they undercut Williams to get this license, unfairly. So Williams was stuck with police force. Very, very mean, bad business practice. What kind of company do you want to support? Do you want to support that kind of company? I don't want to support that kind of company. I'm done. <laughs> you were supposed to go leave, leave that all, folks. <laughs> you wascally wabbit. Um, oh, so Ron made a couple good points. If I'm a, uh, I'm a, if I'm a, a kid, younger kid, and I see this Bugs Bunny theme, I'm definitely going to um, beg mom or dad to put some coins in this from an operator standpoint. So, you know, it's going to get a lot of, it probably got a lot of plays in the right location. If it goes in like a, you know, a Chuck E. Cheese or someplace like that. And then you got Batman. I mean, Bruce made some good points about, you know, you got, you got multi-ball. And once it keeps you coming back for more, and it's probably more marketable to a larger crowd. Um, that it's going to be playing pinball or have the the cash to put back in it. You know, the Bugs Bunny is going to get one play, and the parents are like, "We're not putting any more money in this thing." But the Batman's going to get more repeat business. So I do think I will have to go with Batman. I'm Batman for round one. Nice. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. <sighs> it's a good try. It's a good try. This sucks. I'm tired of this shit. <laughs> I end up with this horrible, horrible. Oh, these games are these games are incredible. I can't wait to pick one of these games. Um, <laughs> hold on. Ah, uh, oh, shit. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, I'm gonna pick. Uh, hold on. Oh, I gotta get out of that. Uh. All right. I my next game. This is an iconic, iconic license. This is a license that appeals to the dreamers in all of us. The ones who just want to ride out in the open road. I give you Harley Davidson. Live to ride, ride to live, Harley Davidson. Yes, Harley Davidson. Awesome art package. Incredible play field layout. This game was featured in the finals of last year's Pintastic Tournament, by the way. It is a. It, it has two spinners. We love two spinners. An iconic license. Great playfield light layout. Reliable Williams Bally hardware. This game will not break down on you. It will just keep collecting money all day long. Once again, incredible license. Did I mention how incredible the license is? Who doesn't like Harley Davidson motorcycles? I give you Harley Davidson. I give the floor. Well, I'm going to go with another great, iconic theme. Everybody knows it. Who's going to want to spend money in this machine? And this is called Star Trek. With the original cast, 
Now, we're not going to have no single-layer pl- play field on this one where you have no ramps or anything. No, we're going to give you a big monster ramp that loop back to each flipper, depending on how you shoot it. You're going to have a moving target. You're going to have an interactive mechanical back box. Will you have a dot matrix display, not no alphanumeric display that's so outdated 80s wise, but you have the theme, the theme of Star Trek, the theme of at this point, We've already had a couple movies, like three movies with the original cast. But we give you the iconic cast, the old cast. And we give you the voice of Scotty Doohan. There ain't no voice on freaking Harley Davidson except for vroom, vroom, vroom. You're going to get an actor that is dedicated to this pinball machine to make you money. I give you Star Trek. I yield the floor. All right, just for your information, we do have a voice on Harley Davidson. He says, ride to live, live to ride, Harley Davidson. And who's that famous voice? I have no idea who he was. Some voiceover guy. Thank you. <laughs> Speaking of that, um, Data East, yes, they, they completely broke the budget here. He's hiring Scotty. It was the best they could do for this. They couldn't get Kirk or Spock or, or even McCoy. None of the main characters. They get Scotty. And you talk about the the ramps. The we We have – I know for a fact that our researchers out on test – have said this game is testing poorly with players. The players do not like it. They think it sucks. That that huge stupid transporter thing in the middle. It's it's just not it's not testing well. I have that on good authority. And I mean, who wants who wants the old cast? They're old. They want the next generation cast. That's what they want. And that's why Williams is working on getting that license, not this old antiquated license. I yield the floor. Okay, so uh, you have a single play, level play field that does nothing. You have alphanumeric displays that do nothing. You have a corny guy going, live the ride, ride the live. You don't even know who he is. Wow. But Star Trek is still Star Trek. Star Trek sells. Look at all the, the kids' toys, the collectibles. You're not going to find that for Harley Davidson. You're going to own a motorcycle and buy a couple accessories. Wow. You're going to ride your buddies, get drunk, and get maybe get hit by a car. Wow. Who cares? <laughs> wow. You, <laughs> <laughs> you want to own a piece of Americana. And that is Star Trek. Where we, When we were growing up watching Star Trek, you wanted to be up on that ship, and that's the way you're going to feel about when you're in this pinball machine. A piece of Americana where a Canadian captain... Leads the ship. Come on. Actually, he's from, he's from Kansas in the movie, so have a nice day. No, he's from Iowa. Get it right. Iowa. Fail. Okay, but still, You're fail. not even a Trekkie. And Americana. when you say Americana, what's more Americana than Harley Davidson? Come on. Come on. Uh, not really. I'm at Jim. I'm just a doctor. Exactly. See? I yield the floor. Interesting. I'm glad we're not judging this on gameplay. Uh, so... You know, again, this is from an operator's standpoint. I'm looking at which machine is going to get more money put back into it. So I'm thinking from the standpoint of, you know, pinball machines are a lot in, in bowling alleys and, and bars and, you know, a little bit of arcades. But what's going to get more traffic in the mainstream pinball arenas? And I'm thinking that, again, just kind of like the first round, Star Trek's going to draw more of a younger 
crowd that maybe not have as much disposable income and they're going to play at once. But the Harley Davidson guy, my motorcycle, play me some pinball rolling in. He's going to play three or four games of Harley Davidson. So believe it or not, going to have to give round two to Harley Davidson. Boo. Oh boy. What, what, what do we got here? We're going with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, baby. <laughs> we had a theme music for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, DMD quality and reliability, with spinners in the middle of it, too. This is a new hot license that even has a cartoon based off of it. So when kids and people are going to see this, they're going to remember it, know it, and want to play it. This is the newest thing. You want new stuff. You don't want no things from... 30 years ago you want the new thing grab it by the grab it by the you know what's by the hair and play that game and want to play it two plastic ramps interactive fun i give you teenage mutant ninja turtles teenage mutant ninja turtles and everyone knows the song everyone knows the song and you're going to hear that mm-hmm. okay all right so what i am going to pick since you picked the that license, I must I must pick a license myself. You've forced my hand, unfortunately. So I will pick the all-time classic, Gilligan's Island. You keep complaining about no DMD, no DMD. Well, this this was the first Bally Williams game with a DMD. Gilligan's Island. It it tells a whole story. And it's all the characters that you know. It's got Skipper and Gilligan and the movie star and Marianne and the Howells. They're all there. All the characters you would you would want to see in a Gilligan's Island game. It's got a cool interactive toy, a little rotating gimmick, so you can hit you can hit it and get different shots, and then eventually you can go through to a volcano. It has a volcano on it. I mean, how cool is that? It's got state-of-the-art graphics with its new DMD display built on reliable Bally Williams hardware. This is going to be making you money for years to come. I give you Gilligan's Island. I yield the floor. Well, unfortunately, with Gilligan's Island, they paid so much for this license, they couldn't get any of the actors or anything to even, even remotely sound like these people from the show. I think they were dead. No, they weren't. Skipper was dead. I know Skipper yeah, but, was dead. Yeah, okay. Well, two people were dead out of out of six or seven that were on the stupid island. They couldn't. They wouldn't pay him. They couldn't pay him. Well, I forgot the professor. Don't forget the professor. Yep. Yep. But you know, total fail with that, and a mechanical nightmare. Not a marvel with that volcano spin thing. It never worked. It didn't work from day one. On testing, we've seen it on location. It don't work. I yield the floor. In our testing, it works just fine. And it's removable with a single screw. Made to be serviceable. That's what we're about here at Bally Williams. Now, with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, you're going to run into the same poor Data East design, poor Data East mechs, the same, same issues you have. Sure, they have stereo sound, but does it really matter? It's so bad. I mean, come on. Let's be serious here. And Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, it's a passing fad. It'll just, it'll never be popular years from now. That's what our tests say. I yield the floor. 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles singing a song 25 years later. Oh, man. I thought this was going to be fun. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, so again, from a, an operator standpoint, both both themes have uh, some nostalgia to them, I guess. From your childhood, somebody coming in and seeing something. I'm looking at both play fields, and they've got a lot of ramps and and different shots. But I'm going to have to give an edge very, very slightly due to some of the colors and the theme song drawing people over to see what this is to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You're still singing it. How sad is that when you're still singing it 27 years later? (sighs) Yep. Boy, you're just on a losing streak lately, aren't you? Uh, I'm like a chopper now. I can't win. (laughs) (laughs) That was hard. That was hard judging those. Yeah. Yeah, it's, It's hard judging turds. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> I mean, my only other option was Party Zone, but you know, nobody knows that. Nobody's so gonna know that theme. So, yep, <sighs> yep. I had the same problem with me because I had after that I had uh, what was it? Uh, Honestly, the uh, fact that I got one win, checkpoint. I got one yeah. one win. I think is an accomplishment. Yeah, checkpoint with, with my checkpoint was my next one, so I was in trouble with that one. Ah oh, man. Those games sucked. It was pretty even, really. It could have went either way, depending on you know what I ate for dinner. Oh, wow. <laughs> now, if we had Williams, see, we would have had well, Hurricane, which no one seems to like, Terminator Two, and the uh, Bride of Pinbot. See, and you you bash, oh uh, you 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 bash Gottlieb. They had Surface Safari and Hoops. Uh, hoops, I would have loved. Two but great don't forget, games. But don't, but don't forget, you're going by what theme and how it sells to marketing. Well, who Not doesn't like itself. basketball? Uh, All right. <laughs> 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 wow. Uh, so, man, I lost again. Williams would have been Terminator 2. That would have been a home run right there. Yeah, that's your one home run. Yeah, I thought yeah, 91 would have had more home runs for being in kind of the resurgence of pinball in the early 90s, but surprisingly... When did Next Gen come out? 93. 93. 93. Yeah. Yeah. Make it so number one. Make it so number yeah. one. We have all the voices. Everyone. That would have done better than, than the original. Oh, yeah. oh, yes. Yes. Star Trek Next Gen takes a dump on Star <laughs> Trek, the other one. Number one, I order you to take a number two. On my face. Oh, my. Yes. I, uh, that's... Ugh. I hate that game, Star Trek. I hate it. That stupid thing in the middle. It's just no. It doesn't do it for me. Mm-hmm. And they have Scotty. Then it's all they got. I hate Captain. I hate Captain. Twenty percent, thirty percent, thirty percent, thirty percent. I'm a Canadian playing a Scottish person. One hundred percent. But the transporter is cool. Uh, yes, the transporter effect is cool when it works. When it works, I agree. When it works. So what do we got next here? I don't have any of my notes or anything up here. I'm fail. Oh, I'm in a hotel room. I work tomorrow. Oh my! Oh my! <laughs> What's the escort yeah. service coming? Um, <laughs> actually, yeah, you're right. We gotta we gotta show this up soon. 
Um, Set phasers to stun. Oh my. Oh my. Set phasers <laughs> to stunning. Oh. Is there anything you would like to plug, Mr. Uh, oh. Robert? Oh. Uh, yeah, uh, I like to plug a lot of things. Um, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I mean, the you know, the, the Texas scene's pretty cool. If you enjoyed the uh, Texas Pinball Festival, just from a, from a tournament standpoint, because there's not a show that goes with it, is uh, Bat City Open. Uh, it's not on the circuit event this year, but it's still a great tournament put on. It's downtown 6th Street in Austin at Buffalo Billiards. Uh, Jesse does a lot of work to get games, and, and Colin um, runs that tournament as well. And I think it's June 22nd through the 24th, the uh, Classics in a Main. Uh, pretty sure they're going to stick with, with Pump and Dump, but um, just from the amount of games it takes to do something different. But uh, it's always a it's always a fun time, a great location. Austin's pretty easy to get in and out of, and uh, you're right downtown, and uh, right there on the famous Austin Sixth Street. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Uh, I have one piece of bad news. I will not be going to Allentown as a seller for Pinball Lifter. Dad's getting a lot worse. He can't do all the stuff, you know, moving around mm-hmm. and moving the stuff in. So. And with me with the bar, I have no time to do it either. So if you want, I will be going down there for Friday night for Saturday also. So if you need to purchase anything, I can deliver it down with me. Please contact me from either the Facebook page for Pinball Lifter or my personal Facebook page, Bruce Nightingale. Or you can even email us at slamtillpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing all you guys. Um, I feel like I know everybody listening to all the podcasts and stuff and met a, met a few people down at TPF, but for uh, New York City Championship, that's that's going to be yes. fun. It'll be very much fun. That's right. That's not that it's far not that away, far is away. it? No. Yeah. Six, yeah. six weeks away. Yeah. Yeah. i got to figure that out. I've got a, I've got a room at the Skyline, you know, but I'm, I need to find somebody to, to split with. It's a little expensive to stay by yourself for these things, you know. Oh my! Oh my! Actually, we'll, be, I'm we'll saying, be staying in a room. No. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> One king bed. Let's go! Woohoo! <laughs> so, are we splitting a room, Bruce? What are we doing? I, you know, I'm always up for that, big boy. Oh, oh Jesus! Are we taking a ta- Are we uh, taking the train in? Uh, I, I'm taking the train in. Yep, that's what I was planning to do too. Yeah, I've got to figure that out. I'm flying into Newark and get to get up there. That's easy. So I figure it is. So yeah, I figure I'll find somebody that wants to split a room or, or I, I ain't scared. I don't mind three way in a room. Oh my. Oh my. Uh, uh, crash, crashing on the couch. It's only yep, a couple nights. Whatever. So yep, morning, exactly. Bruce sneeze. He see, uh, snores. I sneeze a lot. He snores really loudly. They make earplugs. Yep. That's what they make them for. I think I'm flying in early that Friday morning. I don't, don't think it starts till like five ish, but. Yeah. With uh, with the number of people they're going to have and the main and the classics, you're going to need every hour you can get just to get games in. I'm worried worried a little bit about the queues, but it just depends on how many games they can get up there. Yeah, um, that's the only thing I'm concerned about is the games. How many games, mm-hmm. what kind of condition are they going to be in, how hard are they going to play? Yep. Was it making any difficult? I know there was a bunch of guys that were putting it together, but Tim was one of the main ones, and now that he's in Chicago, I'm assuming he's still? I think he's, he's still He's still involved, and he is yeah, coming back for that. That was yep, one of the prerequisites when he took the position that Maybe he would be able to do. That. That he, yeah, come back for this. It was Tim and Levy. 
And is Greg Greg Wapparelli? Wapparelli. Wapparelli involved. He's involved yeah. in some yes, fashion. Yes. I know Tim was not involved in procuring any games, so him not being there does not affect that, that section. Yeah. What is it? Quicker, quicker, faster, stronger, drunker. Yep. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> that he is. That he is. Um. Yeah, I'm taking the train. Just yeah. right to what is it? Penn Station. Yep. And then I'm just going to walk from there. Yeah, that's easy. Oh, you... that, that easy? Okay. Oh yeah. It's, uh, yep. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to I'm going to train in and then stay and then train back to Newark and then I'm getting a car. I've got to be down in Philly for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So that's kind of kind of nice. Yes. Yeah. That was convenient. So it was convenient. That's why I got the 138 spot. It just kind of popped up. Hey, we want you to come up for training this week, and I did it on the calendar. I'm like, ooh. And so I, I pinged in and got in just last minute. So that's going to be fun. So Robert's going to win, basically. That's what it comes down to. That's what it comes down to. That's one of those, you know, it was meant to happen. Happens for a reason deals. I'm just happy. With the with the players that are in that group, I'll just be happy to make the cut. Elwin's coming, isn't he? And yep. Supposedly. Yep. I, I have no delusions of making the cut. I very much plan to leave probably sometime midday Sunday. Yep, me too. After I'm then eliminated. Take the train, take yeah. the train back up and then just jump in the car from Ron's and go. Jump in the car and then probably watch hopefully the Twitch stream that will still be going on when the tournament eventually finishes like in one in the morning on Monday or something. That's the only thing that I'm worried yeah. about. <laughs> I'm going to need to be at, at the headquarters at 8 a.m. and be rolling in like late with no sleep. But whatever. It's worth it. No sleep. For Robert. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? I don't have my like. I, said, I don't have my notes in front of me. I'm in a I'm an inf- unfamiliar uh, place. We have two tournaments coming up at the bar. The uh, let me get to the dates right now for this fifteenth, two weeks from today, which is a Sunday. But when it comes out, it'll be a week and a half. It'll be the Stern Army Three Strikes tournament, and then on the twenty first. We will have our first critical hit tournament ever in Rochester, New York. And that'll be $11 to join us at the bar. And uh, we're going to play some critical hit uh, match play. I think. I heard, that's, I heard that's fun. Or, no, no it's not yet. match play. Sorry, it's critical hit uh, three strikes. I have the three strike card set I'm going to do on this one. So, yep, it should be fun and exciting. I've never done it. So, we shall see. Hopefully, Rod comes out and joins us. Is that the first yawn an hour plus in? That's wow. the first yeah, yawn. That's the first yeah. yawn. You get these exciting guests on, and he's not so tired. There you no, go. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm like all in. Oh my! If you smell what the Rob is cooking. Yes, I did. <laughs> and we were going to see Robert probably in six or seven weeks. That'd be cool. Yeah. Excellent. And we'll bring him. Like, oh, we'll, yeah, what we'll do is, if it's really not that busy at certain times. We'll get on a train, we'll take the subway, and we'll go to Katz's Deli in Brooklyn. Okay. Mm. They have the best deli sandwiches around. I can finally find something in New York's, you know, in Manhattan easier, but you want to go to Brooklyn. Okay. Bruce knows all. Well, you know food. Or I can get you White Castle, and you really just get you going. Oh, uh, no, I'm from Indianapolis originally, so oh, I, missed my white, I missed my White Castle. There we go. We can go right We can go right to, uh, there's one right off of, uh, right by, uh. Empire State Building. I know that there one. See, we can get, some, or we can get some just dirty water hot dogs and the uh, on, underneath the uh, umbrella on the street corner and some pretzels, some street pretzels. Dirty water. What did you just say? Dirty 
what are hot dogs? Okay. What they do is they boil the hot dogs in like some weird, you know, weird looking oil, but they taste great. And you call it dirty water. Dirty water. Okay. Dirty water hot dogs. All right. Mm-hmm. Look it up on the internet. You'll see what they okay, say. Okay. Yes, I don't have to look it up. I'm sure you're right. <laughs> you thought it was a brucism. This is not a brucism. No, no, no. That sounded too weird to be a brucism. Yep. See. So I think that's about it. Is head to head going to be there for Pinberg for the uh, the podcast trash talker? Because they need to be the bushwhackers. Oh, Martin will be there. <laughs> Butch and Luke, the bushwhackers. Before I go through the friends of the podcast again, I may be streaming this upcoming Saturday. So just oh, throw it out there. Stream. Maybe streaming a certain uh, fastest land mammal game. Wow, mine's not gonna be ready in time. No, yours yours ain't gonna be ready in time. You're you're busy getting the dead rats out of it. Mm-hmm. That was, that was just insane. Yeah, that was. That was. We had so many people like my pictures. Oh, the the pickers, the pickers pictures. Yes. But the friends of the podcast are we have Joe Newhart of Pinball Star Amusements. He is your reseller of of everything for Christ's sake, with the exception of Stern, pretty much. Yes. It's Jersey Jack, Spooky, American Pinball, and then Home Pin he's doing. Check him out. We also have Mike Pupo of Flipper Fidelity. Sells sound systems for your pinball machines. And he also is a Stern distributor. Then we have all our podcast brethren. I just like saying brethren. We have, uh, let's see. <sighs> The Pinball Podcast, This Flippin' Podcast, Bro, Do You Even Talk Pinball, uh, Pinball Profile, The Pinball Players Podcast, Head to Head Podcast, um, The Eclectic Gamers Podcast, what is it, Canadian uh, Pinball Pinball Podcast. Podcast. Jeff Teolis, you said? I said Pinball Profile, Jeff Teolis, also, Steve Bowden, Fun with Bonus. Hi, Steve. Fun with Bonus. Hi, Steve. And, And hi, Sack. Hi, Sack. What about your Sack? Not my sack, Zach. Oh, oh, oh sorry. You trying to shave my sack or what? Oh my oh, god! Oh. <laughs> it. Yeah, it's pretty disgusting, butthead. I mean, uh, guess what? I have a pinball machine for you to buy, Ron. What? Anthony Delgado put up his Fireball Classic for sale. Whoa! Fireball Classic rules. There's fire and balls. Nine hundred seventy-five bucks. Nine hundred seventy-five dollars. You're gonna have another old classic valley. Yeah, well, it's not really classic, butthead. <laughs> you know. It says classic on it. Uh, everyone kind of hates that game, you know. I know, that's even better about it. I like it because of all the lock stealing. Yes. I want to see it in a in a finals of like a Pinberg. I want to see it so bad. I'll even, you can turn off the spinning disc if you want. I just want to see, I just want to see all the lock stealing. I love it. But we are the Slam Till Podcast. We can be, uh, you can find us at uh, podcast garden for now. I haven't had time to work on the new site yet. I'll fail. Yeah. Hey, I'm busy. I got a job and stuff. Uh, yeah, I, I know. So we have, uh, yeah, we can be found on Facebook, YouTube, just search for slam till podcast. Our email address is slam till podcast at gmail.com. Once again, thanks to Robert for appearing this week. Ryan C. was busting my balls that we don't use our Instagram yet, so you better get up on that. Debbie, what are you doing? Just, what, right, what are we going to use it for? 
Come on. What am I supposed I to know. put there? I don't know. Uh, whatever. Whatever. I don't know what to post. What What do you post? Do I just take pictures of my games and put it on Instagram? Yep. I mean, why, I already do that on Facebook. Why do I have to do that? On, what is Instagram? Why do we even have it? I don't know. I'm so old. I don't get it. I agree. Goodbye, Bruce. Goodbye, Kenyon Brinson. Ah. Uh.